Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Saturday, July the 2nd. This morning, we are into the second day of the second half of the year 2022. And uh, we're aware in professional sports, for example, in football and in, base- and in uh, basketball, we have a period of time of rest called halftime. That is, both teams have played the first half. They go and they take a rest. They re-strategize. They think about what's taking place and what they need to do going forward to either keep on winning or to change a losing game or what have you. So many sports have that strategic timeout at halftime. Well, we have reached the halftime of this year, 2022. And it's a good time for us to engage in a strategic timeout, a calling halt of looking back over the past first half of this year and evaluating honestly as best we can and truthfully uh, our ups and downs, our good moments, our bad, where we have kept our Uh, resolutions and our intentions and where we have fallen short. And it's a renewal of going forward from now until December 31st and what we're hoping for, what we want to achieve, what we want to eliminate and correct in our lives. So it's an important time. And our reading this morning is really very appropriate to that. It comes from the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 9, verses 14 through 17. Matthew, chapter 9, verses 14 through 17. And Jesus uh, is talking to his disciples, and some of the disciples who are still following John, they come to Jesus and they say to him, why is it that we disciples of John, and the Pharisees fast, and your disciples do not. Uh, Jesus says, how can wedding guests go in mourning, that is fasting, as long as the groom is with them? When the day comes that the groom is taken away, then they will fast. In other words, the groom, Jesus Christ, is with them. The Messiah is present. In fact, the one that John pointed out as the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world and told his disciples who were with him at the time to follow Jesus. Remember, John says, I am not worthy to carry his sandals, to fasten them, for he is the one. The one who has come after me is greater than me. He is the one who I was sent to be a herald for, to prepare people's minds and hearts to receive, to fill in the rough spots and the low places, to bring life-giving waters. My baptism is a baptism of water. Jesus' baptism is the baptism in the Holy Spirit. That's the baptism that now is the one that you must receive. And so the disciples of John are questioning 
well, why aren't, why aren't your disciples following this kind of rigorism uh, that we and even the Pharisees are engaged in? And Jesus says, well, I'm with you now. There will come a time when indeed I will be taken from you. And we know what that means. It is the time of his passion and his death on the cross. But for right now, it is a time to be rejoicing that the Lord is with us and to be about the message of the kingdom. To be about the message of the kingdom. That's what's very important at this particular time. And so Jesus goes on, though. He doesn't stop there. He says something very interesting. He says, nobody sews a piece of unshrunken cloth on an old cloak. The very thing he has used to cover the hole will pull and rip only gets worse. People do not pour new wine into old wineskins. If they do, the skins burst, the wine spills out, and the skins are ruined. No, they pour new wine into new wineskins, and in that way, both are preserved. Let us take a lesson from that, huh? This past half of year, it is the old wineskins. It's the old garment. And we don't want to put the new on top of the old. We don't want to do that because all we're going to end up doing is the same old thing. Find ourselves December 31st in the very same situation as we find ourselves today. Uh, In fact, it may be worse. No, we are to put on the new. We get the new wineskins, the new garment, and we clothe ourselves in Christ. Regardless of what has taken place the last six months, the past is done. The bell has been rung. It's now the strategic time for time out and now moving forward. Moving forward with the second half of the year that the Lord has graced us with. And so it's a time today for reviewing where we have been, where we want to go, what have been our obstacles, how with God's grace do we plan to overcome those obstacles, in what ways have we fallen short of the glory of God, and in what ways by God's grace, by God's grace, we plan to amend our lives. It is not simply in our head or on our lips. It is from our heart, our heart, our very being, that changes our behavior when we open ourselves to grace. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Blind, but now I see. And we want to see, want to see going forward, not looking back like Lot's wife, not turned into a pillar of salt, but to rejoice. We can rejoice because the Lord is with us and within us in the Holy Spirit. We have received the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. We cannot 
go into mourning. We cannot become despairing, despondent, weary, and faint-hearted. We cannot give up. It's only halftime. We have a whole other half to play, another half to live. And with Jesus, hand extended, lifting us up and raising us and inviting us to come forward, not in fear, but to come forward in hope, in faith and love, that the Lord, who died for us and rose from the dead, is the same Lord who lifts us up and invites us to come into the second half. Let us burst through that tunnel of the past into the second half, and let us live the great gift of life that the Lord has given us to the glory of God and in deepest thanksgiving that we have the second half that we can recover and grow ever closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God bless you.